I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want salon perfect nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. On the menu? I don't think so. It's off menu. Oh, very nice, Ed. Yeah. Ed Gamble there. My name is James A. Castor. This is the Off Menu Podcast. It's very exciting. This is where we have a very special guest on and we get them to uh, say their dream meal to us. Their favourite ever starter, main course, dessert, side and drink. Yes, but not necessarily in that order. Imagine the order you might have it. In a meal, say. That's yeah, the order yeah. that we do it well, We leave the drink pretty late. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we do leave the drink yeah, really yeah, late, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty thirsty. This week's guest is the wonderful Tom Allen. Oh, the wonderful Tom Allen. What a guy. Tom Allen, stand-up comedian, uh, but you may know him as a, as a presenter, funny presenter on things like the Bake Off Extra Slice or Bake Off Pro- The Professionals. Yeah, very excited. And he's like one of the main ones on that. I guess I'd just be, if I had his job, I'd just be hanging around. For food. I wouldn't, I'd forget all my lines. I'd just be so busy looking at all the pastries, wanting to eat all the food. They wouldn't give you any lines, man. They just, they just let you off. Yeah, and improvise and let and him eat the food. And let him do what he wants to do. Yeah, there's no point trying to give him lines. He'll try and eat the script. That is true. But hey, here's a line for you. There is a secret ingredient, and if Tom Allen chooses it, he's getting kicked out of the restaurant. And yes. this week it is liver. Right. I know you want to make it liver. And yes. that's fine. We can make it liver. We don't it. have to. Ag- I hate it. We don't have to agree that we we both hate things. Mm. I love liver. Oh, he's a liver lover. I'm a liver lover. He's As a, a liver, liver lover. I'm a liver hater. But we're friends. <laughs> that's a good sitcom yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm a liver lover as I live and breathe I love it oh man I do not love it at all lamb's liver chicken livers no get in my mouth chicken livers absolutely chicken liver in a bolognese sauce you've never tasted such depth of flavour okay well maybe if you did chicken I've never had that before yeah maybe chicken liver in a bolognese sauce it would just make it more thick yeah, it thickens it up, it gives it depth of flavour, it gives it a more irony taste. Yeah, well, I'll be open to that, but uh, I'm thinking about the kind of liver that I've had in my life, and it's all been disgusting, I don't like the texture of it. You're thinking and... of overcooked lamb's liver, cooked till it's grey? Yeah. Right, if Tom... Should we specify that? If Tom picks lamb's liver cooked till it's grey, he's out of the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, and I, Joe, you know I'm not going to, no ifs or buts or maybes, he, he is out of this restaurant if he, if he cooks overcooked lamb's liver till it's grey. Yeah, I mean, I suspect that he won't, but let's hear uh, if he goes for any liver. But apart from that, I'm very excited to hear the menu of Tom, Tom Allen. Tom, welcome to the Dream Restaurant. Tom Allen. Thank you. <laughs> oh, how kind. Welcome. <laughs> I'm a... <laughs> it's me appearing out of my lamp, Tom. Oh, I assume that was some sort of firework pyrotechnic thing you put on for me. As it I was walk... for you as well. Yeah. As I walked into yeah, the restaurant. Yeah, it was for you. It yeah. was for you. But like, also, I'm a genie. In a bottle? 
Uh, oh, in a lamp, actually. Oh, Although, quite a traditional genie. Now, now, now you've said genie in a bottle, you think that, that's probably more... It's more food and drink, isn't it? Oh, well, I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. But also a lamp can be, uh, can be delicious yeah. for um, mm. <laughs> lighting your food. Oh, yeah, you just uh, pour some oil on your food and light it? Yes, and also on salads. Oh, yeah. Well, if you could have a... Different sorts of oil. Yeah, 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 different sorts of oil. The genie law has changed quite a lot. I mean, he could be in a bottle today because previously you have been in a gravy boat as well, if you remember. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Of course I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've always been jump- jumping out of receptacles. Yeah, yeah, always just jumped out of a receptacle. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you name it, I've jumped out of it. Um, what are your thoughts on the word restaurant? Would you say restaurant? Or I've taken to saying restaurant, which I you really do. Say. You do say restaurant in quite a fancy way, James. Go restaurant. 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 Yeah. Uh, maybe I do. Like, I, I, I actually have never thought about how I say it, but then someone did a tweet the other day about how I say it, and, and uh, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Imagine if someone I'm said, overthinking it now. If, imagine if someone said instead of menu, Mina. Um, I'm, I'm Can I see the Mina, please? See the Mina. Well, I mean, You'd still understand what they meant, though. If you, within the but context, you would, but if you someone would, said, "Could I see the Mina, please?" You'd yeah. be like, "Okay." If you said that, Ed, I would be. Yeah. Ve- I, I would be very much appalled. You'd pick me up <laughs> on it, wouldn't you? Of course. Like, the Mina. That would be the main reason I'd taken you out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> right. We just guys. What are we going to do? About this? Ed says Mina instead of menu. Right. Someone's going to have to take him out, take for him out for dinner and bring it up in context. Listen, we've been meaning to talk to you about this. <laughs> they take him somewhere where you know the the waiting staff are quite rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will pick gonna, him up. They're gonna, yeah. not going to put up with it. What? Uh, I had an experience where I went to Cote Brasserie, which is actually one of my favourite of the high street chains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I was going there on a date, and we hadn't booked. And I went in there with this guy, and the head waiter said, "Sorry, lads, uh, we haven't got any room." And I still now, to this day, am furious about the fact that he referred to me as one half of lads. <laughs> I, I think I may have actually at the time said, uh, I'm not a lad. <laughs> but thank you very much. This is Code Brasserie. Yeah. If I, I come to Code Brasserie for one thing, excuse me, yeah. put a French accent on for crying yeah, yeah, out loud. Yeah. Lads no. do not go to Code no Brasserie. lads are going to Code Jeez, Brasserie. I was so, I was so insulted by it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, as I, I hadn't thought about it for a long time. Yeah. And suddenly, <laughs> I'm appalled. I'm, I'm appalled again. It was maybe four years ago. I mean, and you do like, I, mean, I, I know that you're partial to chains. I know you're the biggest mm-hmm. Carly Shows fan that I know. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I love it up the lunch. <laughs> And to me, the hallmark of a successful urban uh, regeneration program is the opening of a luge in some sort of pedestrianised town square. Yes. Even if it is one fabricated internally out of a shopping centre. <laughs> so you love a luge, you love a coat. Yeah, love it. Any other, what's, what? Fur. 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 Oh, uh, fur. Love fur. Love fur. And well... <laughs> Of course you pronounced it correctly. Of course, of course. Thank I did you. my research before I went there. That's what I, I think that's yeah. one of my main yeah, uh, my yeah. main annoying fur. tics that when people say faux oh, and I say yeah. and I yeah. say it's yeah. pronounced fur. Yeah. And then they Great. look at me like they annoyed they came out for a meal with me. Mm. Yeah. Oh, especially when you then say, Can I see the Mina? <laughs> it's pronounced <laughs> fur and it's the best thing on this Mina. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I never like directly correct people, but I'm one of the annoying people who like they, they go Oh, I love foes. Like, oh, yeah, there's a really good foe place down oh, there. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm that, I'm that yes. person. <laughs> yeah. So passive aggressive. Much yeah. worse. And they're like, we both know what's happened here. Mm. Um, I don't know if I'm in tune with a lot of your listeners when I say this, mm. but I'm delighted <laughs> at the uh, expansion of um, the Ivy Brasseries, which is <laughs> their national network at the moment. I'm really enjoying that. Yeah. Have they maintained. Quality across the across the I, branches. I would say I've had very good experiences. I've <laughs> largely sat at the bar, which has allowed me to develop a rapport, which I say in the same way I'd say restaurant, yeah. uh, not pronouncing the T at the end. And um, with the staff, sometimes they're quite new, so I can actually um, train them. Because <laughs> you know the house style. Because yeah. I know the house style. Yeah. I know where. <laughs> I know <laughs> where the branded plate yeah. should sit on on, yeah. on the on the setting, and uh, and and I feel like that's. I'm, I'm an, uh, How many running. branches of the ivory brasserie chain have you been to? Firstly, you just said ivory brasserie. The ivory um, brasserie. Um, 
Oh, you did. You were aware of it. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I didn't pick up on your joke. Um, uh, I would say upwards of five places now. Excellent. Well, yeah. There you go. How important is good service to you? I would say on a scale of one to ten, mm. it's 11. <laughs> oh. I hate it when people do that. <laughs> would you like still a sparkling water to start? Uh, um, I would actually have sparkling, please, because I fancy myself as a continental European yeah. Yes. Mm. Have you always fancied yourself as a continental European? Ever since I can remember. <laughs> I always liked the idea of some sort of town square living. I've always wanted a Julia <laughs> balcony. Yeah. People don't know that about me, but I've always wanted that. Maybe some sort of hardwood floor. What do you imagine when you imagine the balcony? Mm-hmm. What do you imagine doing? Like, what, how does it factor into your day? Um, first thing in the morning, I open it and then look out across the square. Yeah. As the do you warm shout, breeze. Do you prison. shout like good morning? Um, yes, Allah, and then some Oliver. Pi- pigeons, yeah, <laughs> yes. Some pigeons fly away. Oh yes, maybe yeah, in a dramatic yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, there's shutters as well. Yeah, flinging open shutters. Are you wearing a, 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 a sort of long nightgown? Yes. Situation. Yes, yeah. but in a sort of loose European way. Yeah. Okay. Not, yeah, yeah. Not in an uptight not, British way. Not Scrooge. <laughs> not Scrooge. No. And on Christmas Day, would you look up the balcony and ask a young boy what day it is? Um, I think that's frowned upon these days. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> so sparkling water. <laughs> yeah, okay. I've gone for sparkling water, but you know, actually, I don't really like it, but I have it. Like a lot of things. Okay. Yeah. It's important to show. You, so it's, it's all for show. You want Go, people to think, Tom's got bubbly money. I obviously want people to think that um, <laughs> at all times. And I think going to a restaurant is all about pageantry, isn't it? The moment you walk into the restaurant, right. you want people to be watching. Everyone's that. looking at you. Everyone's looking at They're you. waiting for your water order. They're going to judge me on the water order. So you wouldn't have sparkling at home? No. What sort of spendthrift skylark do you think I am? I can imagine you walking into a restaurant with, uh, like, your jacket over your shoulders. Yes. Not with your arms through, but just like yes. that. Yes. And almost, like, surveying the restaurant and just, like, pushing your jacket off of your shoulders. Onto the floor. Expecting <laughs> someone to be there. To catch it. To oh, catch, you know, yes, just, just like, just I looking at that. it like that, like that, like, as the camera just zooms in on you. Oh, there's a yes. camera? Yeah, well, don't, you, don't you go to restaurants with a camera? No. Can imagine Tom in a film. <laughs> it's a film as well. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. sorry. This is a film. Yeah, okay, yeah. But it's with a very, um, very method actor who insists that I, a method director who insists that I live. Yeah. Live the whole experience. Yeah, yeah. Film your whole life. Yeah, yeah. You cast anyone who's not. Yeah. That's not their life anyway. <laughs> yeah, the audition is. Yeah. Is this your life? Great. Problems on bread, Problems on bread. Um. Okay. I'm going to mention him again, and I'm sorry to keep going back to it. Jamie Oliver once said on one of his sto- one of his stories, one of his programs, yeah. that Papa Doms are stories. often, <laughs> often. Stories. I see it all as a wonderful narrative. Um, Papa Doms. Sorry, I completely are, not noticed it until I. His <laughs> marvelous story, the story of um, the story of how to live like Jamie Oliver. Mm. Um, he. Uh, said that often poppadoms are used to add texture to food. They're not some sort of crisps and dips thing. That this is what he said. I don't know if this is true or not, but I went with it. I think I have heard it in others from other sources. Okay. But uh, I like I like both. But I like I think I'll go for bread on this occasion, preferably sourdough. But yes. if it comes in a in a basket and it's presented to me by somebody asking, "Have you been in a harvest restaurant before?" <laughs> then I will also enjoy that too. But I'll go for poppy seeds. Harvester, did you say? Harvester restaurant. Are you a harvester fan? I love the harvester. Really? Mm, well, to be honest, I haven't been for probably 20 years, but the memory is so vivid. Nostalgia. Yeah. The f- first time I had a flame grilled rack of ribs, mm-hmm. I thought I was truly alive. Tom, mm-hmm. guess how many steps from my front door to a harvester? Uh, it's a difficult one to guess, isn't it? Mm. Um, 12. Oh, you're going pretty low, actually. <laughs> I think you knew that. Yeah. What? I'll get there in, like, a minute. A minute? Yeah. So five miles an hour, <laughs> walking speed. It's pretty, fu- so, it's pretty close. But okay. I've, I've never been in it. I didn't even know there were harvesters anymore. Oh, yeah. Yes. Let alone Sorry. near you. Yeah, right near me. You came around the other day. Yeah, but I didn't go to the harvester. You think I popped in for a prawn cocktail before I came over? They don't do things like that, do they? Did a harvester? Did they do a prawn cocktail? You tell me. Well, I always remember it. You had the salad bar as a starter. Yeah. And then you had a main course of mainly barbecued meat and chips. A salad bar is what I think of. When I think of a harvester, I think of the salad bar. Yeah. Croutons. Mm. 
And that's about it. I don't really know about what else is. There's a harvester in Kedron. I know, I know that much. And I have been there. But I can't remember what I've had to eat. Oh, I know the harvest you're talking about, by the way. Do you? I think so, yeah. I get past it quite often. Have you been in there? No. I think it's where my dad might have proposed to my mum. It wasn't a harvester what? at the time. The harvester in Kedron? No, the one near your house. Oh, okay. Okay, fine. That was that, that was really exciting for a second yeah. there. Yeah. There's no... Yeah, no, there's no connection to Kedron. Your dad proposed to your mum... In a harvester? No, it was before it became a harvester, Ed. <laughs> On the former site where a harvester now stands? Yeah. What was it before it was a harvester? Um, I assume it was a pub, independently right. owned, as okay. things were in those halcyon days. Yeah. So <laughs> you want harvester bread? No, I just said if it was there, you, you yeah. didn't specify what sort of restaurant but this we were is, in. This is a dream restaurant. You can pick whatever you want from wherever in the world you want. The best bread yeah. you've ever had the in your life. The best bread you've had in your whole life. Okay, I did read the text message. Another, <laughs> another, another bit of skim reading has really not paid off for me today. Um, to the listener, I was half an hour, 36 minutes late. Because um, I did not read the text, even though I responded to the text that clearly said two. I thought, in my mind, I was convinced it was Are you three. responded with... Great, see you at two. <laughs> yeah. Do you know why I responded as I woke up? I do that today because I had a yeah. late finish last night, so oh, I yeah. slept in. Because yes. I have to get nine hours, and I have to shower for half an hour. Is that no, a, You have to have nine hours sleep? Yeah. And you have to shower for half an hour? I don't have to have that long, but no. as long as possible. I can't be rushed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, cannot I, be rushed. I like to be in the shower for a long time. Mm, have a good a old think. think. Yeah. Have a good old think. So, the dream bread. restaurant. I walk in. <laughs> do you know what I like? Crispy uh, sourdough bread. Crispy sourdough yes. bread. And a small dish of butter, which has mm-hmm. now got some salt in the top. Yes. Or I also enjoy the formality of sometimes, again, you mainly find this on continental Europe, a small silver dome over a dish. That's not a presentational oh. flair. A little bit of presentational would flair. You like, would it's... you like the waiter to uh, take off the dome to present the butter? Yes, and to make eye contact with the other waiters as he removes <laughs> the other domes of butter. <laughs> they all look at each other as they, as they lift off the separate domes on different tables. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's very dramatic. And then they do some sort of spin. Uh, and then they prop themselves up on a trolley that happens to be passing and yeah. they do a sort of high kick with both legs. Love it. That's then, all going to happen for you, Tom. And they walk into the kitchen through the indoor and then out through the outdoor. There's a lot of swinging of doors. Maybe an angry chef comes out at one point. What's going on in my kitchen? Um, um, very minimal, uh, minimal um, experience for the diners. They're just enjoying it all. Was there somewhere where you had the best sourdough bread you've ever had? I think it was in the Dean Street townhouse. So they've got amazing sourdough bread at the Dean Street townhouse. Yeah, they do. To the extent that you might be tempted to go, oh, have you got any more? But you're a fool if you do that. Yeah. Because you're filling up up on bread. Let's move on to your starter, Tom. Okay. We're really getting to the big leagues now. I wonder what's going to be. We've only mentioned a lot of chains. Mm. Yeah. A lot of places that you like. Harvester. The Looch. The Looch. The Looch, thank you. (laughs) Um, um, Where... Where, where's this one coming from? Okay. So, I'm 17 years old. Um, I've taken the day off school because I've told the school I'm going to go and look at university in Exeter. What I'm actually doing is I'm truanting with my next door neighbours, Jean and Dennis, and my mum and dad. Hold on. Jean and Dennis? Yes. How old are they? Mm, about 90 at the moment. 90? Mm, so, Dennis. when Dennis you were 90, Dennis is 90, Jean is a bit When you Jean were 17, you were truanting <laughs> with how old were they at the time? Um, early 70s? You were truanting with a no, couple in their elderly 70s. 60s, 70s, yeah. Gene and Dennis. Gene and Dennis from Red Star. Yeah. Tom. I d- what, what Tom. I don't see what's so funny I think you've got, you've got to know what details in the stories need expanded on and, 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 and as, are, are, are as normal as you think. I was truanting with my neighbours, Gene and Dennis. <laughs> I don't think that's truanting. What is it? Well, g- going away with some responsible adults. Mm, okay, fine. Yeah. But... <laughs> I guess if you were, were they like, you know, do you want to bunk off? Let's bunk off school. They, they came around the school gates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was, it was arranged with my mum and dad, they, yeah. who were coming as well. So they were there as well? Yeah, they were also part so of So why, why did you lie, have, why did you lie to the school? Because I was embarrassed to say, please can I have a day off so I can go out to lunch? So <laughs> I said, um... I'm going to go to Exeter University to have a look round mm. on the open day, knowing full well I had no intention of going all that way to university. <laughs> no. Didn't even want to go to university by that point, but I was prepared to use it. So, so I never went to university. So, so the full gang? There's five of us, yeah. Gene, Dennis, Mum, Dad, me. <laughs> the truants? The truants. Um, 
<laughs> Absconding. Not only from the school, but from the country. Yeah. From the country? Because we were going to France. <gasps> we got up very early. <laughs> we got in the car. Um, I think my dad may have borrowed a car at this point from his friend. Um, so it's slightly bigger. We went down, we got the early ferry. Yeah. On which we had a croissant, which to me at this point was extremely, one might say impossibly glamorous. Yeah. Then we arrived in Calais, right? We then went to a um, supermarché. <laughs> what a truant thing. This is the best <laughs> truant thing. Yeah, the most time, yeah. most people do truant. Yes. They're like, you know, they go down like a car park and throw rocks at cars and yeah. stuff. Or like they, they hang you around smoking with their mates. <laughs> you guys went to you France le- with Gene and Dennis. <laughs> you learned the word supermarché. You did more schoolwork on your truant day than you would have done I at school. I wasn't even doing it of a French. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Very... Very dedicated. Uh, we went to the supermarché. We stocked up on French produce. Mm-hmm. Uh, wines. And then we went for lunch at a restaurant, which I restaurant, which I believe still stands, called La Chanel. Um, the Channel. <laughs> right on the harbour side. Yes. En France. Uh, en Calais. À Calais? Dans le Calais. Yeah. We were truanting. We truant. Two on the restaurant. Uh, With Jean and Denis. Avec Jean. Uh, Denis. Uh, do you know what? Dennis has only got one end. So he is Denis. He is Denis. Yeah. Denis. Uh, and we went in there, right? Dennis speaks a bit of French because he went motorbiking around France after the end of the Second World War. Of course. Yes. Yeah. A little victory lap. A victory lap. <laughs> <laughs> on a motorbike. And so he speaks a bit of French. And we went in there. And it was a classically formal French restaurant. Restaurant. Mm. Have you ever been to one like that, James? I think you have, because I think your parents went to France. A really formal one. I don't think I have been to a really formal French restaurant. Ed Gamble, have you been? I feel like I feel like I have been. They they're sort of like high back chairs. Yes. Very crisp white linen. Mm-hmm. A great formality of the service, which is an easy elegance about it. Yeah. Sit down in the window. Mm. I didn't know what to make of it. I was like, I've never been in a restaurant like this before. Yeah. An, up, an upholstered chair like it I'd never been in. Yeah. And then your teacher stormed in. Tom Allen! <laughs> get back in the class! I can't believe this! I'm about to get the ferry here! <laughs> we followed you! Hide your honey with yourself! <laughs> and I was dragged back. No. Dennis ordered a Gewürztraminer. Gewürztraminer? Because it's Alsace, it's an Alsace wine. Uh, and it's French, not Gewürztraminer. Because Alsace, of course... Very contentious area, <laughs> if you know Second World War. And, um, which Dennis did, of course. Which was Dennis yeah. did. Um, and uh, give us a mine, uh, delicious wine. And I was ordered the Fruit de Mer. Have you ever had the Fruit de Mer? Fruits of the Sea. Fruits know, of the Sea. If you will. Seafood. Seafood. If you want to be unbearably plebeian. I'm just, for our listener... Who might not have had fruit de mer before? Fruit de mer. Tom had fruit de mer avec Jean and Denis when he was trunting from Ecole. Uh, de l'Ecole, oui. I feel like you did a little French, Ed. Uh, no, I didn't. I did uh, French to weirdly E, le- e level, which what? is like in what? one in between GCSE and A level. So what, what is, we what? what we had to do at our school was do GCSE French a year early, and then we got a chance to do like a diploma level French past GCSE or take Russian. Ed! And I took E-level French. What are you talking about? What? E-level? E-level? That I think it was E-level. Up. Yeah, yeah. I've got my E-levels. I did, yeah, GCSE French and then the year after that when everyone else in our, our age group was taking GCSE French, we took an extra level of French. Hmm. You both seem quite angry about this. No, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know how I feel. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, do French. I was uh, too busy truanting in Belgium. <laughs> Where they speak Flemish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very good at Flemish. Tom, what was on the... Was it like a platter of different oui. seafoods? Yeah. And the best bit for me was the oysters, which I'd never had before. Oh. And I'd always fancied myself as somebody who would like oysters. And you know what? I was correct. <laughs> you know. I really loved them. Some people, they make me feel sick. I love them. I love them. I love them. And I had one with shallot vinegar, mm-hmm. had one with just lemon juice, and had one with Tabasco, and yeah. I loved all of them equally. And I still think about that moment of having oysters straight, like, 
in your gob, mm. yeah. taste of the sea. Yeah. And I think because I was so, you know, when you try something when you're a small child and you feel sort of proud of yourself if you like, did you get that? Was yeah. You a fussy eater as a child. I wasn't a fussy eater, but like I definitely, when I would like try something new, uh, that like, I think my parents would, you know, try and encourage that. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. well, you know, like, you know, you feel like you're a bit of a grown-up. Yes, well. yeah. Because yeah. you were like trying, trying something new that you I, wouldn't normally try. I definitely felt proud of myself as a, as a child for not being one of the fussy kids because you see all your friends yeah. who are like really fussy and they don't eat that, they don't like that, they only, they only eat this and I'd be like, that's not me, I, I eat everything. Yeah. yeah. Even to the point I remember being at, um, like, I think it was at a wedding and they were like, uh, when I was probably seven or eight and they had kids, Kids' oh, food. Kids food yeah. They had food for the kids, so they had the full spread for the adults. Like, you know, like I poached salmon. I remember was on there, yeah. and then they had the kids' food, which was like fish fingers, chicken dippers, oven chips. No way. And I remember my my mum had to go and say, "Can he have the adults' food because he's not going to he's not going to eat this? Can he have a bit? Can he have a bit of poached salmon? Because he's oh, oh, the lovely. most precocious eight year old you've ever met in your life. And I applaud it. And I applaud it. Lauren Harry's walking around. Um. I um yeah, I always felt like I was praised when I tried something new mm. and I liked it. And I think even at the age of seventeen, I still had a bit of that. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Oyster, oysters. What are we talking? Straight down, one bite. One bite. One bite and down. I think the first one it might have been straight down, which is actually not the way you should eat them. No. Mm-hmm. Well, that you're wasting it. Yeah, and I think they're also still alive. <laughs> when you really? Them. Yeah, I think so. What? I think they're still alive because they're just out of a shell. They're, they're like a... They're, they're, what are they? Now I, mean, I feel w- more weird about biting them. You were, well... I'd rather just get them straight down and start... What, and then have them live in your tummy forever? Is that what happens, Tom? <laughs> yeah. They live in your tummy forever? Forever. Oh. Do they cling on? If What happens if you... Are they are they really alive? I don't know. You hear rumours. Well, I, I'll tell you what I feel bad about if they are alive. Mm-hmm. Splashing loads of vinegar on their face. Oh, yeah. Yes. Tabasco in the eyes. You may as well just spray it with mace and then yeah. throw it in the bin. Some people do that. That is a traditional <laughs> I have a feeling that the, the, the day you truanted from school, they were learning if oysters are alive or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you got the that cruel bit. irony of that. that. So just so you know, kids, they are not alive when you eat them. Just, I mean, please don't ever go through life with that in your head. It's very important that we learn this now. It's always my favourite assembly to deliver during the year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to every uh, Anyway, I'm glad you're all here today. Bar, bar one. Say, I'm glad you're all here. And then they'd be like... Uh, Alan, wake up! And, uh, uh, at the end, just like a snoring tape machine. Yeah. <laughs> Was it just oysters on the on the uh, platter? No, there were langoustines and I think some sort of whelks so- and cockles. <laughs> whelks and I, yeah, some other sort of prawns as well. Yeah, like other ambitious seafood. So How big was this? I yeah. Mean, the thing about it is that's really exciting is that it it doesn't matter what's on it, really. Mm. It's the fact that, oh, who's having the food of air? They put down a stand and there's yeah. this massive dish on top of it. With yeah. And actually, I don't think I've ever had it since. <laughs> so I think it, in my mind, it's too, even for me, it's too flamboyant. It's almost like it's like uh, banquet food in a cartoon, almost, isn't it? It's like big yeah. prawns hanging over the edge. and yes. like, Yeah, you can imagine them eating it in, in a castle. So how, how old were you again? Mm, 17, I think, yeah, 17. But get the food of air. Yeah, it's a good age for the big old Friedemeyer. Big old Friedemeyer. So is that your, is that your starter? Do you want the Friedemeyer or just the oysters? Um, I want the Friedemeyer because I want the whole theatre. You can have the Friedemeyer. Also, off to a very strong start here. You're, you're starting the Friedemeyer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm pleased. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be... Well, that's, I, still t- I can still taste them now. But yeah. to some people, this is an appalling choice. In every way, they'll hate Some people get angry about this. Probably. People get angry, don't people they? People get angry. People get angry about freedom, eh? Mm. You can't really get angry about freedom, eh? You can't, you can't literally, like, shout and say, can't believe you got the freedom, eh? <laughs> like, it just doesn't sound angry as soon as you start saying it. Yeah. You, how, you, did, uh, how did your parents feel about you getting the freedom, eh? And uh, same question for Gene and Dennis. Um, Gene, and, Gene and Dennis were delighted to introduce me to yeah. my first freedom, eh? Mum and Dad, I think imagine saw it as the culmination of um to this point a lifetime of um precocious yeah. uh uh unbearableness <laughs> like, of course oh, yeah, he's of getting, course getting the freedom yeah. 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 yeah i think they yeah. were like 
Oh yeah, I bet yeah, I bet yeah, you like that, yeah, I bet you like that, yeah. don't you? Yeah, it's expensive, that's why. That's probably their idea if you're the truant from school, yeah, let's just get a bit of rebellion in them and get them to be a badass so they're like, right, we'll do whatever you want. Can't get the freedom man in, in, in Can we go to France? I'd like the freedom man. What? I'm a bug sank! You are truanting, you'll have a fag. Could Gene and Dennis come? What the f- <laughs> fucking old people? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Move on to your main, your main course. Wow. Um, I mean, who knows? I mean, this is... Yeah, it's such a beginning already. So, uh, the main. The main. Now, I mean, I bet everybody says this. Like, one is slightly torn mm. on this one. Yeah. Because there's so many options. Yes. Um, but <laughs> one thing I do remember was um, having Japanese food in Philadelphia. Mm. Yes. Combination of things. Wow. What, what lesson were you skipping at this point? <laughs> <laughs> which, partic- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, partic- which, which particular old couple were you with? Um, <laughs> um, and actually, I've gone to stay with my Auntie June. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and uh, who lived in Philadelphia or just outside? And oh. actually, I, no, I met up with some um, comedy friends of mine from New York, and they wanted to go to uh, Philadelphia. Um, they wanted to go for dinner, rather, to this Japanese restaurant. Restaurant, <laughs> and I wasn't. I mean, I like I like the idea of Japanese food, but I've never really had it at this point. It was amazing, mm. and you know what was really amazing. Tiny little amounts, and I'd never felt so full. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, you have a lot of different small dishes, did you? I had a lot of different small dishes. And yeah. it, for your main, is this what you're wanting? Loads of different small dishes. Yeah, is that cheating? Lou Sanders did it. We let her. Lou Sanders did it, to, but it was all horrible. Everything she picked was horrible. So yeah. I think we've got to let you have it because it sounds like it's going to be actually nice. Yeah. The main, you want the main course to be quite fulfilling, quite filling. I think that's what you want, but, but only because of the name, really. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I, that's my take on it. And I always think, like, I lo- I'd love to go to somewhere really, you know, one of those really fashionable, really fancy restaurants that it's hundreds of pounds. But mm. I always think, I don't think my palate is sophisticated enough. Right. Like, I think I'd just gobble it all down. Right. I'd be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's go for a kebab. Like, one of those people who like, oh, you come out of there, you're hungry afterwards, yeah. I have to stop in the kebab shop. <laughs> <laughs> and sadly, I think I would be one of those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, much as I'd fight it. Um, but, yeah, like, things like Wagyu beef. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Here's, here's here's something mm-hmm. interesting. Wagyu. Wagyu. Yeah. Everyone goes, oh, Wagyu beef. That's amazing beef. Yeah. Just means Japanese beef. Oh, well, what's the other one that's... There's Kobe. Kobe beef. So Wagyu have. means it's just Japanese, okay. which I think generally Japanese beef is better anyway. Yeah. But then it's the region that it's from is the important thing. So Kobe is the really super expensive one. Kobe. It yeah. was very thin slices of Kobe beef. Uh-huh. And it was exquisite. I've oh, never had anything it like it. I've never had it. What does it taste like? It's so different. Mm. Very fatty, right? 
Um, it was so... There were, like, slithers of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it was with with soy sauce or a combination of soy, soy sauce using things. Uh, it was, like, I'd never had anything quite like it. It was just, like, tender. And because you have so little of it, you have to appreciate it. Yeah. And that's the yes. other thing we miss yeah. when we have, like... Uh, so, such a I had the word there I've lost it a lot of uh, something an abundance an abundance mm. yes good one James <laughs> that sometimes the temptations go well I've got to get through this because mm. as yeah. a child I was always told you have to finish what's on your plate yeah otherwise you're a bad and you're person. not savouring yes. you're not savouring then if you're just getting through it so you're just getting th- I think yeah I remember being yeah. like made to get through it and things like shepherd's pie which I still hate <laughs> hate it what so if it was much. made with Kobe beef then I would delight in it. <laughs> I would love it. That was the first, my first, uh, like, cooking class at school. Kobe beef. In food tech. Yeah, it was Kobe <laughs> Wow, Catherine's really <laughs> gone Catherine. downhill. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was shepherd's pie, oh. but it was ready meal shepherd's pie. What? what? So the first lesson was that we had to bring in a ready meal and make it. That was so... That was ridiculous. When you said yeah, that, yeah, yeah. me and Tom said, what, exactly the same time? And they looked at each other and looked yeah, away. Yeah, 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 so what a waste. What a waste for this probably, audio. Yeah, probably like a film. I felt like I was in a scene in a film. <laughs> it was so good, what we just did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Looking at me, what? Ice popping. Both to each other, both back at me again. <laughs> I read you had to bring in a ready meal. Yeah, so I oh bought... Oh, my I had to, God. I bought, it, I bought it a shepherd's pie ready meal. And they showed me how to cook that in the in the oven or the microwave. Did you all have to bring in shepherd's pie, or did you have to just no, bring in any ready we, meal? We all had to ch- choose the ready meal, but I, remember I chose shepherd's pie, and it was the saltiest thing I'd ever eaten at yeah. that point. It was so salty. <laughs> why? Why was this? What people so? My parents asked the same question when we, when we were doing it. They were like, "Your parents who are teachers themselves, yeah, who are teachers themselves, like, what is going on? <laughs> Look, Why I, are you learning to teach this?" I just want to let people know I'm not saying there's, there's nothing wrong with having a ready meal if that's what you've got time for, if that's you know the sort of food that you want to have. Totally sure. Do it. This program isn't about being a foodie snob. No, I, not at all. Sense. Like, if you want a ready meal, fine. You can have a lovely ready meal, right? But in terms of food tech, yeah, surely the thing you start with is preparing a yeah. basic meal before yeah. the thing is preparing a turbot right yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. start yeah. the emperor of, of the sea yeah yeah, yeah. It's like, that's normally what it is yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah that was that was, that was it um, um, it's that's one of the most disgusting worrying. things I've ever eaten as well I mean that's what I mean though like Jamie Oliver yeah really took it as a passion project but when he went around like um, school canteens and was basically like maybe we shouldn't feed our children like the, the what falls on the floor of an abattoir yeah. <laughs> and all these people are like how dare you how dare you try and tell us what to do how to bring up our kids and he was like I'm, I'm not I'm just saying it would be healthier if maybe you just made a tomato sauce with some wholemeal pasta ah oh, get out get out our kids love turkey guts <laughs> so you've got this Japanese selection wagyu beef wagyu beef tempura vegetables um I believe there was some black cod there as well. Oh, oh. black cod. Miso black cod? Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh I can't. Yes, I still can't hear people say miso. Without thinking. Without thinking they're saying about themselves. They're referring yeah. to what they are. I will never be able to get it out of my head. I'd like to mm. get it out of my head. Miso black cod. I think I've only had miso black cod once. And it's incredible. It's quite... Do you know what, though? Because we were sharing, um, it was quite awkward. There were a few of us around the table. It's quite awkward to go in for, like, a, a slice mm-hmm. of it because it can sometimes crumble. And yes. then you're embarrassed. And That's you go back bad. To the you don't want to be the crumbler. Oh, get in something like some, uh, like, fish, some flaky fish mm. with some chopsticks is... Pretty, pretty difficult. Tense and precarious. It's, yeah. it, it's quite easy. But see, if it's far away, mm. but the picture you're painting now of reaching across the table to get yeah. the flaky fish and you've got to bring it back to the mm. plate, that's very, very stressful. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I think we had some sort of salad which had some sort of delicious leaf in it. <laughs> Moving straight on from it, um, not even indulging me. Um, the salad, was it like a seaweed was there seaweed in it no it was like a herb in it and I think something like yuzu but it wasn't yuzu it was uh, it had like a citrusy flavour though this herb it was wonderful it sounds Um, wonderful I I would also like to say other options I considered for this Mm. were honourable munchins we call those (laughs) (laughs) please don't cut out that pause um (laughs) 
Yeah, you were doing a shit. <laughs> yeah, you, it, was, it was like you suddenly oh, had a, had a, had suddenly a full poo. Actually, just shit myself. <laughs> just about just to come out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been stopped. And then it's like, oh. One moment, please. His face just like tensed and. Uh. Uh, um, no, honourable, on, honourable munchens mm-hmm. by proxy. Um, I was going to say when I went to Germany and I did some gigs. Did you ever do those gigs in Munich? No, no. Like, really fun. They took us out afterwards and we had um, we had steak and we had mac... You know when you're hungry and it's late at night and mm. it's freezing cold outside? We had steak, which was amazingly cooked. Uh, they called it, called it noodles, but to my mind it, was, it reminded me of macaroni cheese. And then pork knuckle. Have you ever had pork knuckle like they do in Germany? I've had it, pork knuckle. It is like roast pork, but with loads of salt on the outside. Oh, yeah. And with a really stodgy mm. uh, mashed potato and then some sort of gravy. And I don't normally like gravy. Uh-huh. But that meal was one of my favourite mains. And I still think about that. The other one is when it was my dad's birthday and we seldom went out to restaurants or for takeaways because they were seen as indulgent. But we would often get the takeaway menu. Uh, The the takeaway things from uh, Marks and Spencer's food hall. And I remember when we first had um, Crispy Duck. Yes. Yes. And that blue my probably nine-year-old mind. Oh, I think I was exactly the same the first yeah. time. I think crispy duck still blows my mind yeah. every time yeah. I have it. Yeah. It's such time, a treat. It still feels like a treat, doesn't it? Yeah. There are some foods where the first time you have them, no matter who you are, it, it's, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. Crispy duck is absolutely one of them. Everyone, the first time they had crispy duck, was like, what is this? Yeah. I'd say uh, fried chicken, the first time you have it. Yeah. Complete, first time I had KFC. I was going to say KFC. So the first time I had fried chicken, I was like, this is insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the best food I have ever had. Did you have it quite recently? No. Well, what, what, in terms of like, do you mean? I only had it with like within the last five years I had KFC. For the first time? Yeah. Oh no, I had it for the first time. I was like, yeah, I think, I think I'm the same as you, Tom. I, I think KFC was never yeah. an option. It wasn't as. When I was young, no one was like going, oh, we'll, we'll go and get some fast food, we'll go to KFC. It was McDonald's or Burger King. It was McDonald's King. or Burger King. Yeah, KFC was always considered the absolute no go, I think. Yeah, I do. But now there's posh fried chicken. Yeah, well, like mind-blowingly good fried chicken. I remember having yeah. some. I'm a bit obsessed with chicken wings, and mm. I love buffalo chicken wings. Yeah, so much. And also, I love um, uh, like Korean flavored. Yeah, uh, Korean, Korean chicken wings. Korean chicken yes. wings. I don't know quite what the flavorings are in it, but it's the, wonderful. The, with like a really thick red sauce on yeah. it. Yeah, it's. I think it's based uh, like the main bit. of The sauce is gochujang, which is like oh. the fermented chili paste. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I've not been to Korea, but I had. Um, I hope to go one day. <laughs> <laughs> Side dish. <laughs> Side dish. Um, carrot balls. I was in L- Las Vegas, and I, oh, I, nearly, I, I nearly did a joke about carrot balls being my nickname. Didn't yeah, do it. Yeah. Oh, I, ca- like, I got in a bit quick. Then sorry. People, people call me ginger and stuff yeah. or whatever online, and I, I, I thought uh, I was going to do a joke about a naked snowman. So carry on. Oh. Yeah, yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, why do people use ginger? You're not ginger. I think I am. I think I think a lot of the time under studio or stage lighting, I look like which is, I am. Which is your natural home. Yes, yeah, my is where I reside, and uh, so people think that I'm ginger. And then I, I don't. When ginger people especially tweet me, being like, "Could you see one of our own on TV?" Well, <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't. I don't, don't want to. I don't want to yeah, be a party pooper, so yeah. Oh, yeah, that's sad if people think that. Scotsman wrote an article about me once, and the headline was "Ginger Ambition." <laughs> Really? Yeah. Doesn't even make sense. Doesn't make sense. It's just not a thing, is it? <laughs> what, would be, what was the expression they were... <laughs> I didn't even... Got, I didn't Ginger even, ambition! Yeah. I didn't even recognise that. What, the little laugh? No, I didn't even recognise the fact that that yeah. doesn't make no, any sense. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ginger... Yeah, what? I don't even know what it's Blonde, a play on. But, it's no, naked ambition. Naked ambition. Yeah, naked ambition. Also, you're not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like James Acaster. Very ambitious. No, no, yeah. No, that's the thing. The article isn't even about that. It's not even like. Yeah. It's not me saying oh, I'm ambitious or, or things I want to achieve. Yeah. Ginger, yeah. ginger nut might be fun yeah, if you were yeah, really quirky. Yeah, yeah, if you were yeah. really like. Yeah. Call you me know. that if you want. No. Or, ginger ambition. Um. L- Lol Weasley, that makes as much sense. Yeah. 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 That would have been a good yeah. one. I would have read that article. <laughs> you would have, you would have, yeah, you would have liked that. Ginger ambition, though. That's nice. Mm. But um, carrot balls. Mm. 
uh, I'd never had carrots that were like this. They were like um, short and fat. And they were cooked in a lot of butter. And they were delicious. And it was served in, I think it's called the Paris Hotel in Las Vegas. Mm. Uh-huh. And um, they were just wonderful. I never, so the, I never got so excited. I think they were roasted in butter. Right. So they were carrots that I'd like, they had, they've tasted of carrot in a way that I hadn't experienced before. Are they, sh- I'm trying to work out, are they just like naturally fat, ball-like carrots? I think carrots? so. I think they're like some sort of orca- organic. They're not like melon balls. No, they were not delivered with a baller. No, no. no. <laughs> My mum and dad had a, a melon baller, which on the other end was a, a butter uh, thing for making butter curls. Never oh. saw it used, though. Never saw it used. No. I was going to say, you grew up in a, in a B&B. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of thing I would have loved to have used. Yeah. But, um, no. I bet you'd run a great B&B. Yeah, I was going to say that. You definitely win, like, celebrity for, for in a bed. I... Yeah. Um, would be very like stressful for the guests though if they didn't, do you think that I want them to behave exactly as I wanted them to yeah. behave <laughs> yeah, let them know about it no don't sit there please um, right you haven't bitten that it's alive in your stomach <laughs> I don't know why you don't <laughs> why you don't need your breakfast oysters properly <laughs> why were you in Las Vegas were you just on holiday just on a holiday on a little holiday to yeah. Las Vegas have you been no it's great I'd really like to go. Well, Las Vegas on a holiday. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't. I'm full of surprises. Yeah, that's the least of my surprises. Normally, well, and what well, did um, thought... what did Jean and Dennis think of the carrot balls? Jean <laughs> and Dennis. I went with a friend of mine, and um, we were both delighted because we never had carrots like it. They and do they sound nice because I think like boiled carrots makes me feel sad. Makes uh-huh. me feel yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my mum will sometimes do boiled carrots on on a Sunday lunch, and I'm always like, no, I don't want them. <laughs> and I don't understand why we can't have roasted what, carrots. What, yeah. what do you say to her when, when she gives you the carrots? <laughs> no, I don't want them. <laughs> why am I finding all of your reactions so funny, Tom? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, so these, I still am not clear what these are. These, men, these ca- carrot balls. They're just fat carrots, right? They're just fat carrots. I've never seen anything like them, so, I mean, they will be impossible to imagine. But they were, um, they they were sort of carrots that were, maybe, I'm doing with my hand, what is that? I don't know what that is. Like like 10 centimetres? Was it three inches? Mm. What? That's that's why you get called a lad, mate. Is that why? Because I'm always going in. You're always making those kind of jokes. Measurements of carrots. And... uh, Roasted in butter. Roasted in butter somehow, but they've got Bernie bits, burnt bits. Are the oh best, yes, aren't they? I love Bernie bits. Mm, I love them. It Bernie was a, bits it was is a good one of my day characters. When we all realised that actually burnt stuff tastes great, and it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a bad, bad. thing. The other honourable uh, honourable munchens by proxy um, <laughs> is I'm referencing Munchausen by proxy, but I just realised what is that? Is that something really <gasps> That's what you say it when you say by proxy. I get it yeah. now. But what is Munchausen's by, by proxy is a psychological disorder uh, where um, glad I brought that quite up. often I think. Uh, really... So parents will take uh... in their children and say to the husband and say they're really ill, but constantly and they're not ill but they've just got this issue that they're sort of putting through their children. So they have a proxy. Oh, that's the proxy. Yeah. Glad. It happens on casualty all the time. And I remember because my mum used to be a nurse and we'd watch casualty every week. And oh. then she diagnosed things before they got diagnosed in the script. That's kind of fun. So she'd be like, Munchausen's by proxy. First wow. scene. Yeah. Was she like that with 999 as well? Yeah, she's exactly <laughs> like that with night. She's just like, He's got a snooker key through his head. Yeah. <laughs> Munch out my proxy. Munch out my proxy. Now go, now go to bed. You're ill. You're go sick. to Ed. I'm going to take you to the hospital in the morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that. The other one I was going to say is yeah. when I was on holiday in Crete this year, my friend took me to a restaurant in the mountains. We were overlooking the sea. It was amazing. Yes. The, and we had it to ourselves. No one else was there. We ordered two side dishes. One was a, a, a I don't know if it's Greek or Cretan, uh, but uh, it was, I think it was hotta, which uh-huh. I, as I understand is sort of a, a green, like a sort of cabbage. Mm. But then they serve it with lemon juice and olive oil, loads of salt. Mm. Very nice. Mm. But then we had mushrooms, which had been barbecued, covered in lemon juice, olive oil and salt. There's a theme. <laughs> The burniness of these oyster mushrooms, which have been splayed on the barbecue, cooked through, covered in these yeah. ingredients, again, was probably... Well, actually, yeah, I think actually those mushrooms probably beat the carrot balls. Yeah. Oh. Um, 
probably one of the nicest things do I've ever had. Do you want to change it to the mushrooms? Yeah, I would want to change it to the mushrooms. With a the view mushrooms of the sound really good. And where, where, where did you have them again? Crete. Crete. Crete remember. mushrooms. Thank you. Whenever I say Crete, a bell goes off. <laughs> um, I think your food tech class is happening in there. <laughs> To drink, sir? Mm, I think I would like... Oh, where was I when I had this? <laughs> it, was a, it was the first time I'd had a nice red wine. Mm. And I think it was a New Zealand Malbec, if that's a thing. Um, and I remember it being quite extraordinary. Uh, and I don't know much about wine, really, but I like expensive ones. <laughs> and this was my favourite, most expensive one. It sort of had this kind of, like, almost smoked taste about it, this sort of woody mm, taste, which mm. I probably is quite repulsive to some people. But I really liked it, and I'd never had anything like that. You know, it doesn't have that harshness to it. Yeah. Um, and I do like wine. I like maybe one to two glasses of wine. Mm. I sometimes have more than that, and I always regret it. Oh, I never do. I never regret it. Ed loves having a whole bottle of wine to Do himself. You, Ed? Oh, yes, please. Oh, Get yeah. Get your hands on my bottle, that's what I say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that, is it? Where, where, what sort of wines do you like? Oh, I, I'm trying all different types at the moment. Mm. I sort of, again, I don't know much about it, but oh, I'm right. quite, I quite enjoy at the moment. I'll reach for an Italian, maybe like a Barolo. Yeah, but what will you think? Sorry. I've got to leave gaps for the innuendo. <laughs> yeah, um, a Barolo or something well, like that's that. That's her name, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Lovely lads. Now, what do they call me? Lad, <laughs> such a lad. Um, oh, is that very heavy? Quite heavy, quite mm. fr- fruity. Oh, dark and fruity. Ooh. Go on. I like. I've got oh. a Syrah. You missed it. You missed it. Absolutely. I said dark and fruity. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> what they call me in the Scotsman. <laughs> <laughs> As accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Dark and fruity. Uh, yeah, so some sort of red wine. Like, whenever I have a hangover, which is not so often, but whenever I do, I always think, I've got to never drink again. I've got to be mm. somebody who doesn't drink. And then I get offered a glass of red wine, and then I go, but I couldn't give you up. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's not ideal. <laughs> well, no, it's okay. I mean, I, I've, uh, <laughs> have you I've always been into wine? Like, or has it been a, it's not a recent a thing? small child. Well, I don't, to be honest, Tom, you're the only person on this podcast yeah. I would have to ask that to. Yeah. You know what? I can imagine you truanting from school with a glass yeah. of red. Yeah. Excuse me, I had to go down to my local wine tasting. <laughs> I, um, I remember liking black coffee as a child, mm-hmm. so I think it started there, the sort of, like, not afraid of kind of quite adult flavours. That's really funny that you like black coffee as a child. Now I'm imagining you as a little, like, P.I. <laughs> 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 you're black coffee. Don't yeah. talk to me until I've had my coffee. Oh, <laughs> no one can speak to me until I've had my coffee. Yeah. Tom, you're four. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's the worst of it. Are you a, are you a pudding boy? I I mean in I I, I have have been yeah. You, you have you have been. Well, I've done. I feel like this is the most difficult course for me. Oh right, okay. Because of being involved with with programs that. Center around of course. Uh, mm. puddings and desserts. Yeah. You, you are, you, you are, for people who don't know, which which you should. they which are should be ashamed of themselves. Idiots, if they don't. Yeah. But you, you're, <laughs> uh, you are uh, deeply embroiled in the mm. Great British Bake Off. Well, in that, uh, I well, at the moment, I'm co-hosting a Bake Off the Professionals with my friend Liam Charles, mm-hmm. and um, and also I have been doing some things uh, for an extra slice, which is part of the yes. the Great British Bake Off franchise. <laughs> uh, I, I was on an episode of that with you. Indeed you were, James. The Vegan Week. That was a very interesting week. I thought I was on my best behaviour. I was not. I got a tweet. So you were saying that sometimes maybe people <laughs> get angry at you? <laughs> yeah. Online for being mean about the cakes, which you're mean about the cakes. So. Yeah, sometimes they can be. So, 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 sometimes you're, you're just you're lightheartedly mean yeah. about the cakes. Mm. Uh, I wasn't mean about the case. I thought I'd been quite a nice boy. Someone tweeted at me saying, my mum says you were incredibly rude on Great British Bake Off, extra, extra slice, and you should be ashamed of yourself. Wow. And I was in, normally I don't respond to tweets like that. But there's nothing worse but, than being told my mum says. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was in quite a cheeky mood. So I replied saying, your mum is total garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how did that go? She replied to me. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she replied to me saying, 
you just proved her point. That's so, so rude. And you should know better because um, my mum says you should know better because you're middle-aged and you should know better. <laughs> well, so, that is a slam from... That is yeah. shots fired from the mum yeah. there. So you should really know better one. as a middle-aged ginger man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So wow. to that one I replied, I said... Oh, it went on. <laughs> uh, how old does your garbage mum think I am? <laughs> <laughs> and um, so this went on for a long time. And she'd keep on sending me stuff going, this is exactly what she's talking about. This is so rude of you. And then at one point, I just sent her a gif of a bin lorry that was, uh, has had the bin attached to it and was like wildly <laughs> flinging rubbish across the street. And I, I, I sent, oh sent her that at God. one point. Yeah. And uh, then it all culminated in her eventually sending me uh, a poorly photoshopped picture. It was the top half of the bo- person's body was my body, okay. me, me from the waist up. <laughs> yeah. The bottom half, she'd just um, photoshopped some an old man on a Zimmer frame, but just so just got legs and, and a Zimmer frame with hands on. So it looked, it looked like you were very uh, my legs. So I had a Zimmer frame. Right. And then she'd done a speech bubble coming out my mouth, and she'd written, um, "My name is Old Man Acaster, and I've never learnt manners, and I've wasted my life." <laughs> 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 wow! So that's what happened when I an extra slice. That's quite. That is quite an extreme experience. I don't yeah. know if all of the guests have that. Now I've never been on extra slice, Tom. Okay. And if there's a worry that because I'm a type one diabetic, I I wouldn't enjoy my time on the show or I wouldn't have anything to add. Oh. I just want to put everyone's minds at ease that that's not the case. Okay. If it's because I'm not famous enough, fair cop. Uh, well. I, I'm not responsible for the bookings. Well, but, you're, oh, you're well, the only person, you're the closest to the booking team that we've had okay. on the podcast. Yep. Well, okay, well, if you're very keen, I would suggest you send in a letter. Okay, can I have the address? <laughs> What's the address? Um, bake Off an Extra Slice. Yes. Um, 47. Yes. Cake Street. Catering, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because it sounds like catering. Yeah. <laughs> Katie. I thought I got it. Yeah. Katie. 99. Yes. FLK. Okay. FLK for flaky. Yeah. <laughs> um, now everyone's going to send in a letter who's heard yeah, this and I'm never going to get on. I'm never going to hear the end of it. Um, so I have had a lot of cakes. Yes. And I've had a lot of desserts off the back of Bake Off for the Professionals. Yes. Um, not off the back of. That suggested I was rummaging through the bin. Sure. Um, or that they do it like sort of Japanese sushi style where someone lies down and you all eat eat off their bodies oh like Samantha did in Sex and the City yes I don't expect you to get that reference in <laughs> I do I've seen it have you I've seen, I've seen Sex and the City before have you yeah which one would you be oh none of them I think they're all awful mm, not the expensive mm, Monica <laughs> <laughs> okay good answers um, so I would say still my favourite thing is some sort of pastry tart with some sort of custard inside mm. Preferably like a lemony custard. Mm. Mm, I like it to be gooey. <laughs> and I like the pastry to be crispy. A lemon custard tart or like a tarto citron? One might call it a tarto citron. <laughs> but was I there with you, James, when I had a disappointing one? I think so. I think I might have seen you eat a disappointing tarto citron. <laughs> and uh, I, I sent it back. Yes. I sent you it back. Sent it back. Yeah. I sent yes. it back. Because pastry, a short crust pastry should be short, should be crispy, mm. should have a, a, a crunch to it almost. Yeah. Uh, and this one had a soft, doughy, undercooked, disappointing mm. texture, and I sent it straight back. Mm. Yes. Was this on Bake Off the Professional? No, this was in real life with Where, James Acaster. Whereabouts were you? In Westfield College, yes. yes. I sent them an email. Oh, it was in the loach. I didn't want to bring it up, but I was there. I sent an email almost on the spot. Yes. I got a response. Things went back to normal from there. <laughs> they Did knew. they send you any vouchers or anything? Or just, no, I would oh, have no. declined them. I do not agree with... Uh, just because I'm improving the world doesn't mean I have to get paid for it. Right, OK. <laughs> Good slogan. Good slogan. A tarte au citron, then, for, for dessert? Yes, but an excellent one. An excellent tarte citron. Where is the best Yeah, where's the best yeah, one? We've, we've got to get this in. Because I, I don't want it getting... We've never had an item sent back in this dream restaurant, no. and I don't want to get this wrong with the tarte au citron. You know what? I think when Paul's Patisserie first opened in London... Yes. Before, that, that, and you mean just the, the Patisserie is just called Paul's, you're not talking about your friend Paul Hollywood? I've only met him once, so I would not deign to call him a friend. <laughs> the Patisserie Paul's, which at one point rather ubiquitously, is that the right word? It's mm-hmm. everywhere. Uh-huh. 
opened in all the stations, I think really compromised the brand. Before that, <laughs> it had a very traditional um, Parisian feel about it in its original Covent Garden shop, and I would often walk past it on my way to Charing Cross Station. So, on high days and holidays, I would pop in, spend sometimes in the region of £12 on cake, unheard of in wow. my family. <laughs> would take open, would take, would take open, would take home a selection of cakes, one of which was uh, Dr. Citron. I think it was the first time I had it. I really enjoyed it. So that one? Mm. The Paul's Tarts. You <laughs> will also notice that is another word where I dropped the N. Ah. Citron. Dr. Citron. In the restaurant. In the restaurant. Yeah. When I was drawn. OG Paul's Tartar Citron. OG? Original Gangster. The, ori- the OG Paul's. Correct. Yes. Original Gangster Paul's. Yeah. Tartar Citron. <laughs> Correct. With a, a sour sort of uh, yogurt with it or something, or like a spoon spoonful right. of something. Tell me, now looking at Ed like he's a piece of shit. Cream, Ed, cream. Really any cream? Any cream, Tom? Any cream? I guess it could be permissible to have some sort of cream or maybe a cream fridge. Um, <laughs> That's what but, I meant. I think I meant creme fraiche. However, I do not care for it. I'm a purist. Well, you don't have to have it. It's your dream restaurant. We wouldn't bring you some creme fraiche and then you have to scrape it off. There's I've no had scraping. That. Well, I've had to scrape, yeah. There's yeah. no scraping in the dream restaurant. I don't, I don't like it. Uh, I don't really like cream, actually. No. I find it very, um, a bit like milk. I just, uh, why would you put that on a thing? I, if it's sweetened yeah. and given a texture, I'm all about the texture. Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't like the pouring cream on stuff. I don't, I don't like strawberries. Mm. The way people bang on about strawberries and cream. Yeah, it was ridiculous. No one really loves strawberries and cream, do they? No. I think it's like a punishment. It's like, it's like yeah, it's like pouring milk on it. It's like eating a bowl of cereal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if, you, if you've got a lovely tart or a cheesecake or something, you pour a jug of cream on it. <laughs> oh, it looks so stupid. Stupid. <laughs> it actually does look stupid. Yeah. It looks stupid, doesn't it? Mmm. People do that. Pour it over and you think, oh, it's going to be soggy. You're so- sogging up the base. That's all you're doing. That's all you're it's doing. It's all going to go onto the base. Sog yeah. the base up. Sog the base yeah yeah that's all you're doing yeah I'd like some squirt I'd take squirty cream any day oh, over that have you ever done or that big, or a big dollar shut between. up what about what if you became, have you ever thought like what head squirty cream what are you talking about straight in your mouth it's disgusting squirty cream's absolutely disgusting I'd take it over pouring cream right Tom I would <laughs> I would yeah I absolutely would yeah sometimes with a uh, 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 glacé cherry popped in the top ooh <laughs> I don't know what happened there, but I love it. James, read him his order. Tom, <laughs> this is the bill, is it? Yeah, no, you have to pay. <laughs> we actually give you the food, but you do have to pay for it. <laughs> okay. Uh, you would like some sparkling water to start. Mm. You would like some uh, crispy sourdough bread. Add mm. uh, your bread. Uh, starter, you would like uh, fruit de mer. Fruit de mer. Thank you. Fruit de mer from Truant Day. Yep. With Gene and Denis. May, you would like some Japanese small plates from Philadelphia. Yes. Uh, side, you would like some mushrooms from Crete. Yes. You would like an NZ Malbec. Sure. And dessert, you would like a Tartu Citron from Paul's. Correct. <laughs> That's <so> delicious. <laughs> That's a good it's meal. So mm. You feel good about that? Hearing it went back to you? Yeah, I mean, part of me thinks, should I have gone for something, you know, slightly meatier in the main course to sort of give you that feeling of like, oh, I feel sick, I wish I hadn't had it all the time. <laughs> Which is what you really want from a good meal, yeah, isn't it's it? It's all I want from a really posh meal. Yeah. But actually, I think there's something nice about just having just the right amount. I think you could have that as a lunch and then get on with your day. That's it, isn't it? As they would, I imagine, in France. Mm. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Not you too could, many cars. You could go back to school for afternoon lessons. Yeah. I'd be back and I'd be raring to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Thank you. That was the menu of Tom Allen. Fancy. Very fancy. I loved all the stories connected with it. The story of truanting with an elderly couple will probably go down in off-menu history as the best reason for picking a starter. <laughs> the freedom air. Uh, I really loved the fact that you chose that. Yeah. And that, that was the story behind it. That's Tom <laughs> Allen at his most rebellious. Also, picking freedom... I didn't say this at the time. Freedom air, right, you would want to eat that near the sea. And I thought, oh, that's he's done that. He's not. He's eating it next to, the, like, the channel. It doesn't feel yeah. like... Well, yeah. they're pulling out the channel. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's very disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> very disgusting, the old, old fish that they've scooped up there. A tartu citron yeah. at the end, a glass of red wine. Mm. Very fancy. Japanese small plates. It's, uh, what, what was the beef? Wagyu beef. Was it even From Kobe. 
from Kobe. Oh. Fancy meal, fancy guy, yeah. lovely gentleman, <laughs> yeah. excellent comedian, wonderful presenter. If you want to see more of him, oh, Tom's always on toys, he's always doing gigs, but also you can watch Bake Off the Professionals, Extra Slice, depending on what's currently on TV when you're listening to this podcast. He did an episode of your show Hypothetical as well, didn't he, James? He was absolutely excellent on Hypothetical. He was on episode one, that's how good he was. We opened the whole series with him. It was, it was very funny, so you can watch that on UK TV Play. Uh, you can come and see me on tour, I'd imagine, if you go on to edgamble.co.uk forward slash gigs. Check out my social media at edgamblecomedy and also the off-menu social media at offmenuofficial on Twitter and Insta, baby. Insta, baby. You don't have Insta? You're not an Insta man? No, no, not an Insta man. But I can still say Insta baby with the best of them. You can indeed. What are you up to at the moment, James? Uh, probably touring and, um, yep, yeah, hypotheticals on... UK TV play see you next week ACAST powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com My name is Ian Smith. And I'm Amy Gledhill. And we are from the Northern News Podcast. Where we take a deep dive into the bizarre stories we find from the North. Hey, and if you like food, and I know you like food actually, because you're listening to Off Menu. We've got stories about pigs getting coaxed off roundabout with crisps. We've got stories about gravy wrestling in car parks. We've got stories about restaurants getting one-star food hygiene ratings. And record-breaking Yorkshire puddings. And we've got special guests. Which you may remember from off-menu episodes such as... Maisie Adam, Tim Key, Rosie Jones, Fatah El Ghori, Phil Wang, and he hasn't been on off-menu... But we got Kevin Kennedy, who played Curly Watts in Coronation Street. Take that, eh, caster? So please, give a listen to the Northern News Podcast. Every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) 